Yeah, I, I spread joy and positivity through sewing and fabric play. That's yeah. my that's my mission. Yeah. Uh huh. Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Make and Decorate podcast. This is episode 22, and welcome to the very last day of February. February 28th is when this episode airs. Oh, man, what a month. It just went by like that. It's I know it's a shorter month, but man, it really feels short. Uh, so I'm excited to head into March because guess what? March is my birthday month. Woohoo! Yes, March 25th to be exact. So, hey, if you're feeling up to it, you can send me a birthday postcard. Uh, my information is on my website at stephaniesochadesign.com. All right. So before I get into this wonderful conversation I had with Matthew Boudreaux, aka Mr. Domestic, uh, just a few things. One is I got an email from a listener, Katie R. Thank you so much, Katie, for sending me that email. I really appreciate it. I ask you guys all the time to please send me comments and emails and social media, whatever. So when you do, when you take the time to do that, Just know, I really so appreciate it so much. I love hearing from you. And in addition to that, um, it's, it's, you know, a way to, you know, find out if things are not working, which in this case is uh, the case. So thanks, Katie, for telling me that the comments on my um, podcast blog show notes um, are not quite working very well. I guess that it makes you create either a Squarespace login or have a uh, social media login of some sort. So I was wondering why absolutely no one <laughs> was putting comments into the notes. But um, uh, the that's why. So I am going to be working on this. Don't worry. I'm it's you know, I didn't know that that was the case. So um, anyway, sorry about that. But I'm going to get on it, figure it out and get it fixed. And I'll let you know. So thanks so much. If anything's not working, um, just feel free to let me know because I need to know these things because then I can get them fixed that much faster. In the meantime, please email me like Katie did. You can find me on social media, Instagram. You can follow my hashtag on Instagram, hashtag make and decorate podcast. So the hashtag is hashtag make and decorate podcast. So, oh, there goes my dog again. Sorry. He'll be kind of barking in the background here and there, but you know, there's nothing, nothing more I can do about that because, uh, he, he's my studio dog. <laughs> it's my Cooper. The thing of it is that he normally is not this vocal, but, you know, we're in the middle of winter. It's kind of like it's in the 20s all week this week. Yesterday morning, we're in like minus zero wind chill factors again. But um, this whole week is kind of going to be in the 20s and, and not the best. So, um, yeah, he hasn't gotten his um, standard playtime like he usually does. We usually always, you know, go to the dog park or the dog beach several times a week. And, um, you know, I've just really he's been having to settle for walks around the neighborhood. And uh, he likes to run free. So (laughs) um, 
he's missing that. So I feel a little bad for him. He's got a little bit of uh, some cabin fever here. But hopefully if this weather breaks and it gets warm enough and if we do not have, you know, then the dog park last week we went there and couldn't stay. My husband went there and it was so there was so much ice. The dogs couldn't, you know, stand without slipping and the people couldn't either. So, you know, you just have to deal with those conditions in the wintertime. But uh, hey, March is March is the next day and spring is on its way. I just know it is. I know it. Uh, so anyway, okay, so I'm doing a little change up on my podcast schedule and published schedule. And today is the 26th and I um, had a podcast recording uh, session with Matthew Boudreau and um, I wasn't going to publish it for another few weeks, but I am going to edit and publish it for it to go out on Thursday, the 28th, because there's some things going on with him that he's involved with that um, happen in mid-March and end of March. And I want to give people enough time to uh, check it out and sign up for it. Um, there's some really cool and exciting things. Um, so uh, the episode that I was going to do, I think I'm going to possibly do a mini-sode next week because um, it was going to be a quilt con a kind of recap um, uh, or as I was calling it, a glimpse of it through Skype because a couple of my friends were so nice. They took some time while they were at QuiltCon to Skype uh, video call me and uh, show me some things. So there will definitely be a YouTube video on my channel um, from that footage that I got. And then um, I, uh, like I said, hopefully I'll get a mini so done next week for that. Um, so and then there's a few other things uh, that I'll go over next week as well. But um, I just wanted to tell you quickly that I did sign up for the Allison Glass Quilt Along, the Trinket Quilt Along. And the Trinket is a pattern of hers. And it has a lot of four inch square um, blocks. And um, it looks really interesting. I was um, on the fence and I wasn't sure if I was going to join it because I typically don't finish <laughs> quilt alongs that I start. It's terrible. Uh, the last quilt along I did was in 2015. And that was the um, summer uh, quilt along. Um, oh, it's run by, I think, Freshly Pieced, but there's a group of pattern designers that collaborate with that one. Really cute quilts. And I still only have half of that one done from 2015. So I need to finish it. And uh, this this Allison Glass one is, I mean, even more um, intensive because you do a block every weekday of the week. So five blocks a week um, times eight weeks. 40 blocks. So you know what, I'm not going to let that intimidate me. And I'm just going to do it. I'm going to join along. It really was speaking to me. And I just couldn't pass it up. I love her fabrics. This pattern looks so cool. And there's so many different ways you can do it. And um, yeah, so um, if you're if you've joined the quilt along, let me know. And we can kind of um, follow each other and, and uh See, uh, see how everyone's quilt's going to turn out because everyone's is going to be different. Everyone is using different fabrics. It doesn't have to be Allison Glass fabrics. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. 
All right. So getting into the podcast today, uh, just to give you a little background, <laughs> um, I, there's a little blooper that I'm putting at the end because I had some major technical difficulties even getting this call started. My iMac computer decided to freeze up and then, you know, you would think it would be a simple restart, but then it decided to do all of these uh, update downloads and then it froze up doing that. So I was scrambling um to get like, I have, thank goodness, I have a, a small laptop, because I ran to go get that. And I'm trying to plug in my microphone and headphones and switch it from the iMac to the laptop. And, you know, then then I didn't have the recording software on there. And I am, I'm, you know, running 10 minutes late. And um, so anyway, <laughs> It, it was like a crazy start, but man, this ended up being one of the best conversations ever. So I, I know you're going to enjoy it. And, um, the conversation with Matthew is just wonderful. And guess what? I, afterwards, I realized I did not even find out and ask him and we didn't even talk about his sewing machines. So he has to come back on. He has to come back on to talk about his sewing machines because I want to learn more about Felicia. And there's another one. I forgot his name. It's a guy's name, a sewing machine. So um sorry about that. I'm just because, you know, that's one of the things I ask almost everyone because I am so interested in sewing machines and so is everybody else. But anyway, next time, next time we will definitely get that information from Mr. Domestic. So enjoy and be sure to stay at the very end to hear a little blooper reel. All right, enough chit chat from me. Let's get into this conversation that I had with Matthew Boudreau, better known as Mr. Domestic. Yay! I have Mr. Domestic on Make and Decorate today. My show, Mr. Domestic, Matthew Boudreau. Hello. Hi, I'm so excited and honored to be on your show. Thank oh. you so much for having me and reaching out. This is cool. Thank you so much for coming and saying yes to me. <laughs> uh, of course. It. I love what you're doing. Like, I wasn't aware, but then when I looked into everything you're doing, it's really special and it's really awesome. Oh. And I, it's, it's new. I, I I dig it. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Cool. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you. I, you know, you just have been an inspiration for I know, you know, this for a lot of people, but for me as well. And this podcast is not a business podcast. So um, and I want it and you've already done that. You've did a great podcast with Abby Glassenberg. I've listened to it, you know, multiple times because I've got to catch every little drop. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I also recently saw you with Angela Wolf, who's another like inspiration to me. I love and, both of them. Oh, that. Yeah. Angela Wolf is so cool. So that was yeah, awesome. she's special. Yeah. She's a, a figure, an icon in the sewing community. Like totally. she's fabulous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're, that's already been done. So it's on my podcast and episode, it's more like we want to talk about our creative lives with each other. And just, I want to, you know, get to know you better on, you know, what's behind the scenes of your creativity and what you love to fun. do. Yay. Okay, good. So, you know, I, I like to find out from people because I'm just so inspired by everyone out there. But what, what, um, 
when did you recognize in yourself that you really like had a creative gene within you? And um, like for me, creativity, since I was a kid, I wasn't always sewing. I mean, I didn't even sew until I was, um, you know, a little bit older, but, you know, I always had to be making things. So what, how was it for you? Yeah, I've always been creative my whole life. Like I couldn't, um, I don't think I could breathe or exist. It's like life juice for me if I didn't create. Um, from as young as I could remember, like there was always some kind of creative artistic thing that I was doing. And then I also like tried to excel in school at the same time. So it's like, I feel like having both of them and using both of them, like they fuel the other. So yeah, I've always been creative. I, um, I did theater. I can't sing to save my life, but I did theater for a long time. And then I did speech and debate in high school. And those were my two creative outlets there. Um, and I grew up in my mom's sewing room. I wasn't encouraged to sew then, but, um, I saw it. And then in my adult life, I did more theater and I did a little bit professionally. And then I did commercial work for a little bit. And then I modeled for a little bit. And then I was a photographer for a little bit. And then all of that weirdly led me to Mr. Domestic. Like I use all of the skills that I gained in all of that to hear. And um, it's kind of wild. I don't feel like Mr. Domestic would even be a thing if I didn't do all of that other stuff first. Right. Yeah, that's it, true. Your photography you use all the time. Fantastically. Mm -hmm. And I have a similarity with you too, because I grew up like my mom was sewing. She sewed all of us clothes and stuff, but would never have the time to teach me because there were six kids. Um, right. And it just wasn't encouraged. I mean, she just, it, she was just afraid that I was going to hurt myself or what she, she had, mm -hmm. sewn, she had sewn into her thumb one time with the needle. And so I think she was kind <laughs> of afraid, whatever. But I I've done that a couple of times and it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, you know, you take it out. It's fine. I know. I, I sliced the rotator cutter in my finger too. So we've all yep. done it, but yeah, yep. I, I yep. just, I wish I, you know, was able to learn earlier. Cause I, I talked to some people like, oh, I've been sewing since I was five. And I'm like, oh, what is that? Yeah. Like? <laughs> yeah. And what is that like? Honestly, I, we don't know, right? Because we only like this in our own skins and experiences and stuff. Yeah. We might not have the fervor or the skill or the um, aesthetic to do what we do now. How do we been doing it our whole life? Maybe we would take it for granted. Maybe we would have gotten over it and moved on to something else. Because um, like, I go through the same things. Like I... I'm not resentful, but it's like, oh, I wish that my mom would have taught me. I wish right. I would have learned this. Yeah. Then I think now, because then I wouldn't be using the fabric I do. I wouldn't have the business acumen that I do. Um, so I'm kind of grateful that it's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, um, true. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Well, good. Very good. And um, so you've you've done even more uh, diverse crafting and sewing and quilting, which is what I am attracted to as well, of not just like focusing on one genre. And I think uh, where I, I, you can correct me, but I think you started more into like the fabric weaving. Was that like kind of your first? Yeah, day? that's, that's, um, that kind of got me. It's not how I started in fabric play, but it's what got me the most exposure. Like okay. people just noticed it because it yeah. was different online. But as I started sewing when I just sewing clothes for my kid. Nice. And then um, I did that for a couple years before I discovered Instagram. And then I just wanted a place to put my photos because they were like flooding my Facebook. 
and that's how my personal Facebook was becoming. So I was like, what can I do? And I didn't understand Instagram. Um, I thought it was a silly, like, honestly, I thought it was silly. It didn't make sense to me, like on social media. And then I put them on there and then I was like, whoa, there's a whole community here. It was pretty neat on Mosquito. Um, so that's, that's how that happened. But yeah, it was apparel. It was clothes. I never intended to like get into quilting. I never, like, this wasn't, really none of my life has been a plan. It's like you plan for what you want to do and then life happens and you go with it. Um, but yeah, it's like quilting. I, I'm not getting out of it. It's, it's me really either. fun. Yeah. The quilting is definitely a mainstay for me too. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, me too. And uh, I mean, I'll always try all these different little things, but quilting is always going to be there. And I see that mm-hmm. with you too. So that's mm-hmm. really cool. Not going anywhere. Yeah. Now, listen, I tried the fabric weaving thing. I even took a Tara, <laughs> Tara class when she came into town last year. Oh. And it was awesome. But it's like I needed her over my shoulder. <laughs> every <laughs> every day. I'm like, I can't get this whole over under two, you know, and it changes. And it, it results in a beautiful thing. But I still haven't even finished that one. And I have to. It's sitting like right over there. And I... I think I think I'm gonna make it into a wall hanging. Do um, it. Yeah. Let it yeah. you. Like I have lots of YouTube videos on it and I know that she yeah. has some and and honestly all the time, like not all the time, but I haven't been doing weaving a lot lately, but like whenever I get into it a lot, people will send me pictures. And then say, hey, what's wrong here? And I'll be able to, like, look at it and tell you what you're doing wrong and then send it back. Like, if you get – if that happens, feel free to do that. I'm okay, okay. with that. Yeah, because that – here, let me – it's just around the corner. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> now I'm afraid to, like – that I've forgotten how to do it. Oh. I got to finish Oh, it that's beautiful. So what do you – oh, you just – you can't get into it. That's what you did in the class. That's what we did in the class. <laughs> Are you afraid to mess it up or whatever? Like, just do it. You're so close to being done. Oh my goodness! I'm real, I'm real, I know. I'm really close. I'm like, it's so pretty. Oh, it's yeah, so pretty. Yeah. But there was a ton of people in there, and and I I didn't get. I mean, like, I I I wish I would have had her over my shoulder, but I didn't. So you know, I could. So anyway, but it was a fun class and everything, but I'm like, whoa. But I did do the fabric weave your at Christmas time and it gave them away as gifts, the the Danish star ornament. That was that was easy. That was so easy and quick and fast and impressive and everybody loved uh, it. So I'm learning that through um through the YouTube experience, I'm learning that people really appreciate simple projects that can be done really fast. So I'm yeah. trying to think of a lot more of that kind of stuff. Um cool. I like the more complicated stuff too, but um you got to start somewhere. I think the ornaments are a good place to start with fabric weaving. Yeah, because though th- that was this is a star one in the class, so there's diagonals and stuff like that. But um, the ornament was definitely very easy. Anybody really could, if I could do it, they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your YouTube channel because I love okay. it, and I have to tell you, sometimes. You know, if I'm coming back from my, you know, design job or whatever, and it's just I'm deflated, I'm like, I need some Mr. Domestic, like his Uh laugh, your laugh, you're just positive, you know, just instantly can put me in a better mood. So, I mean, super awesome. Like, I'm so so honored that that I have that kind of impact. Like, it's this whole it's all weird to me. Like, it's still all weird. Like all of the um Like, I'm on a podcast right now. It's weird. I'm kind of just going with it. Um, but it's 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 super humbling, honored. I can't think of the word 
hard, really, but that uh, me just being myself, like, this is just me, um, that it is making a positive impact on people. Like, what? But that's what I feel is what um, is is great about you, because, you know, people can identify authenticity and you are being yourself. And, you know, even like with me with the podcast, sometimes I can get like really like intimidated by the other big wig, you know, people. But you know what? I'm me. This is this is what my podcast is going to be. So, yeah, (laughs) there it is. That's all we can offer the world is ourselves. Right. Right. Like we need not be afraid to be ourselves and to live our authentic truth. Right. And um People are afraid to do that. And I just had so many things happen to me in my life that, um, like, people who are introduced to me now, all they see is, like, the happy, happy, happy. But it's it's taken a while to get to that place where that's my authentic self. But so much bad stuff happens where I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going to be myself. I can't. I can't control everyone else. I can just control my own joy. And that was the most eye-opening, awesome thing that I ever was able to do for myself in my life. Yeah, that's great. I kind of get an idea. I mean, because you said you did some modeling, and I'm sure that kind of had its uh, Uh, authentic moments. uh, Even with me and interior design, it's full of the high end of that. And I'm just not not interested in that anymore. So that's why I've shifted my business. I mean, I still do it a few days a week. But um, this part of my job fulfills me with so much more joy. And I love it. I just... Love it. So on your YouTube channel, your tagline is, go ahead and say it, because I always paraphrase it. (laughs) I I spread joy and positivity through sewing and fabric play. That's my, that's my mission. Yeah. Love Uh it. I Uh love it. It's almost like a mantra for me too. So (laughs) yeah, it's also, I mean, that's what it should be like. And I didn't like, because I have a business brain, right? So whenever I, I, built this Mr. Domestic thing. It wasn't my intention. Like my intention was just to like be myself. All I can be is myself. But then after a couple of years, I realized that that's what I was, that's what I was providing people. Like that was, I didn't, which was blew my mind that I brought joy to people. Mm-hmm. And so then I made it more official within my business was that that's what I do. Right. Um, it's not like someone, it's so interesting. Someone made a comment somewhere about how, she also had a YouTube channel and she found it exhausting trying to be positive and she was trying to do the same thing. And I didn't quite respond to it, but it's like, I'm not trying to be, I'm just really, I'm just being myself. Like this is, yeah. so it's not exhausting at all. It's the opposite of exhausting. It's energizing to be this way. Um, but if I wasn't like, I don't know if I authentically wasn't joyful and grateful, then I would be something different. That's just my authentic, authentic self. So right. it's, right. You know. And I don't know, you may, there's a lot of talk in our, you know, quilty creative world about being introverts and extroverts. And I'm definitely an introvert. And to see you just like, you know, demonstrative and yay and stuff is so like, outside of my, you know, but But I'm I'm an introvert as well, though. Right. People. Yeah, I'm so an introvert. But what's funny is that how you are on your YouTube channel is kind of like how I am when I'm like, you know, by myself in my studio and I'm like dancing around, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's okay to like, let go and, you know, feel your joy and be, yeah. Like when we're we're in our, um, our happy place, it's our safe place. Like we're not like performing for anyone. We get to just be ourselves and be Mm -hmm. free and be happy. And that's how I grew up. Like, 
that's another part of my story is like, I, I how do I say it? Um, I never really felt like I had a lot of friends growing up. I always felt like I was alone and I was super lonely. But then in my early teens, that's when the internet started. And it was the early, early, early parts of the internet. But I was able to like make friends and stuff online. So it's like, I love that. I feel very comfortable. I'm a, um, an internet extrovert, but I'm a real life introvert. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the internet has really given us a lot um, more connection to uh, oh like like minds across the world. It's so I cool. Love it. I love it I too. Love it. I and love I started it. a YouTube channel too last year. So you you inspire me with that as well because. Yeah, you know, I'm one of those, like, this is what I love about, you know, listening to you and on other shows and just on your channel, your newsletter, everything is that, you know, you, there's, we're not reinventing anything. You're just, you know, it's just that, you know, watching you do half square triangles or whatever is, is a lot of fun. You know, it's just like, that's what, yeah, sure. I can watch it anywhere. And, you know, right. you find it in a zillion places, but it's you. Right. It's you. It's your personality. It's how you're presenting it. And there's so, yeah. <laughs> and like, and I can do things in my own way too, and be yep. fine. You know, this whole. Yeah. I think what got scary is like a, a year or so ago, there was this whole like big to do about um, uh, oh, what's that word? It starts with a D. When people derivatives. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> There were, there were, that's, that's about when I started in this world, but I, um, became keenly aware of the derivative police. There's the quilty police and then there are the derivative police also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I thought, well, I can't do a video on that because it's already been done. I can't. Well, now I'm like, who cares? I'm going to do what I'm going to, I'm going to do. It's like, it's not, no one invented the half square triangle. No one owns a shape. (laughs) No one owns geometry. No one owns technique. The only thing anyone owns is if they have a like the words in a pattern. Like right. that's right. But yeah. the, the shape the shapes put together in a certain order. Mm-hmm. No. Like someone some Greek person, like I don't know if they were Greek, but <laughs> a long time ago. They're the ones that created it or something. Like I didn't create it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But you just you just put your, your I own would encourage any- work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I encourage anyone, go to my YouTube channel, look at my tutorials, and create your own with it. And then you have your YouTube channel. I don't care. Right, exactly. Right? It's awesome. It's like whatever. I love it. Well, (laughs) also on your YouTube channel this year, you did a whole series on organizing your sewing room. I I loved it. Love, love, loved it. It was so awesome. And the first one that I did, I didn't think anyone would watch it. I I thought people Are you kidding me? I know, but it's like people loved it, and I'm like, okay, let me keep doing this. I'm almost done, though. But honestly, me doing that is why I'm almost done. I feel like if I wouldn't have recorded it and been, like, accountable to everyone else, that it would still be messy. (laughs) I totally get that. I know. I I, I sometimes do that with myself, of making myself accountable by putting Mm -hmm. it out there. (laughs) Like, putting it out there on the podcast or whatever. But projects, too, like. Ever start a project, I take a picture and I post it on the internet so that like I have to finish it. <laughs> yes. yes, true. But um, it, yeah, it was so cool because uh, it's just nice to get ideas. And I, I mean, it, everyone wants ideas on storage with their sewing room and, you know, just um, 
it's just interesting. I think, yeah, definitely you would definitely get a, a, a millions of views on that because mm-hmm. we just like to see it. And you've got so many fabrics. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. so blessed. Like, honestly, I'm so grateful but, um, with but my staff. Also, you don't have the biggest sewing space. So what you've no. done with it is really well. You have maximized your vertical storage space and uh it's so funny because i was watching your your last one that you did and uh you were moving your one wall organizer from the one side to the other and then i'm like talking to the like you can hear me i'm like all right now put it over there no (laughs) and then you're moving those little shelves up and i'm like no that's too high put it down Yeah, it's I was been, like, um, how is he going to reach that that uh, starch spray <laughs> all the way up there? <laughs> Luckily, I'm tall, but yeah, they're kind of high. They're up high. <laughs> they're high. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> That's extra high. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I loved it. I just hey, thank you. That's awesome. And then. Um, the other thing too that you do that really has helped me is your 95% perfection yeah. goal because I'm one of those two that has been I'm a natural perfectionist and I've I've also been trained to be with just you know the sports I was in the piano lessons I took and then the interior design you know oh my gosh that was the worst the interior design with the um when I first started in 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 school, like we were still learning the manual drafting mm. and oh my gosh, the perfection level expected. And that was like crazy. <laughs> I, get it. I mean, I get it, but it's like, this is a happy space. Yes. Like sewing and crafting and like all of that is, should be joyful from start to beginning. Like, I don't understand people. Like I wouldn't want to stress out the entire time hoping that it's perfect in the end so that no one judges it and all that kind of jazz. No, I strive for 95% perfection. Sometimes it's a hundred, sometimes it's 90. I love it all. And I enjoy the process as a result of it. Cause I used to be similar, like mm-hmm. people who knew me like in high school, um, I was that perfectionist person, like, um, but I wasn't joyful, but right. this is, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I encourage me everyone to too. let go. Bye. Yeah, I've I've gotten so much better with it over the last I would say at least like five six years for sure, yeah. like night and day with it, and it's so much better and it's so much more fun. And um, I just think that um, yeah, it's it just um, makes the process so much better. And you know, with that, you end up getting a hundred percent sometimes. Yep. Yep. And you don't even realize that yep. because you get better every time you work on a project or you sew something or quilt something, you're, you get better, but also for me, it's um, like doing that in this world, it, it, it allows me to focus on all the good stuff and not the bad stuff. It's like, I see the flaws in what I do, but I just don't fixate on it. And like anyone who does fixate on the flaws in my work, they can move along. Like, go, go. <laughs> like let it go like it doesn't bother me um because I'm doing all this for myself I'm not doing it for anyone else and if people want to be a part of my journey then that's cool I really am grateful and I love it but um I feel like for all this stuff we need to remember we're doing it for ourselves we're not doing it for someone else to look at it it's for us yeah and how have you found that with your journey like with your um going from Instagram to being um an art gallery fabric um Mm -hmm. Uh, social media yeah 
I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to your YouTube channel and the feedback that you get and just dealing with all of that and, you know, like weeding out the positive from the negative and just, uh, yeah. Like, how is that? Um, I, and I fail. I fail all the time with this, but it's like, um, I think I've said this somewhere else, but, um, Tina Knowles Lawson, Beyonce's mom, she said something in an article that I read about how she navigates social media and she, um, when she, when someone comes and attacks her, she just deletes blocks and she doesn't engage, delete block, don't engage, delete block, don't engage. And it's like, I see it. Um, I'm not going to say like negative stuff doesn't like hurt my feelings. It still does. And sometimes I do respond. And then I, um, remember why I don't respond because then you can get caught up and it yeah. takes your energy and all of that. So I just remember that. Um, and then I just focus on all of the love and the positive. And honestly, this was why I was scared to get into YouTube Mm -hmm. was, um, because it was anonymous. Like it's, it's more anonymous than other social media and people can just say whatever and they're awful. Yeah. um, That's why they call them trolls. I mean, yeah. Uh But, um, there's just so much love. If we just focus on the love and pay attention to it, then it's just lovely. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I, you know, when you post on Instagram, you, you get a, I mean, hundreds of comments and you still respond to those. Cause I commented on a few of yours and, um, was, cause I, I understand like when you get so many amount of followers and you, there's just sometimes no possible way that you can respond to every single one, Yeah, but you seem to kind of have a good handle and you still do that, which is amazing. If, well, I feel yeah. like, um, see, that's the thing that, and this is what I would say. I don't think of them as comments. I think of them as like, there's a person on the other side engaging with me. They're they're talking right here. Right, they're they're talking to me. It's like for me, for me, and this is because I understand how to navigate the internet. Like so that socially, like real life socially, no, I'm a cluster. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like um, they're just people wanting to reach out and engage, and I wanna I wanna do the same thing. That's why I'm on social media, and I don't just have like a blog with no comments. It's like, I'm on social media. It's supposed to be social. Mm-hmm. People are wanting to talk to me. That's my favorite part, getting to know people. And I get to know people all the time just by repeatedly engaging with them in my comments. Okay. And um, I just think it's rude not to respond. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a person. Like, basically, you're ignoring that. Like, <laughs> but, but there are days where it's super hard Yeah, um, to do that. But and I know that one day I'll need an assistant in this world. Like, hopefully Helena will grow up and she can be my assistant. Yes. But that's the one part I'll never relinquish. I'll always, I'll always want to do that because that's how I get to know all the people. And I like all the people. They're all awesome. Yeah, that's that, and that's what makes it you. And that's that's what makes us want to keep following you and engaging with you. Oh, as far oh thank as I'm you. I'm concerned. Yes. Oh, I love you. I love you. It's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And another reason why I was following you so much is because we have similar tastes in fabrics and art gallery. I have loved for a long time, even before you became their social life and started designing fabrics with them. Katrina Rochella has been a favorite of mine for a while. I loved her when she did that Alice in Wonderland. um, Oh my gosh. She's insane. Like that's why I just did my unboxing video and it was all about her. Like, Every oh, single one of those oh. is like 
It's phenomenal. It's yes. like next level art. Like put it on a frame, like yeah. drape it all over my body. It's gorgeous. It is. And um, just, uh, you know, for me coming from the design world, the her fabrics, Barry J's, yours, I mean, uh, Pat Bravo's, they all come from a very artistic point of view. <laughs> and there are complexities and layers to them. I love their fabrics. Plus, not to mention the substrate is oh like it's the softest. It's amazing. It's like a cotton sateen. It's just yeah. gorgeous. And I yeah. use their solids with Liberty. I have this one client that I've made a couple, three king-size quilts for already. Oh, <laughs> lovely. She loves Liberty and that tan alon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like silk. So the cotton that pairs with it the best is the art gallery yep. elements. Yeah, when they say it feel the difference, it really feels different. Yeah. And it's like, I gravitated to them before I like knew about like designer fabric and all of that kind of stuff, just going to the fabric store. Mm-hmm. I gravitated, it was very weird. Like whenever I would want to make a quilt, I would go to the apparel section and get like apparel stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I want to make clothes, I would go to the quilt section just because it was different. Okay. And so I, um, I discovered them and it's just the way they feel and the way they drape, I yeah. could make clothes with them and then I was like oh I can make quilts with these too that's awesome <laughs> but yeah it's pretty what they have is pretty special and I'm um yeah. I'm honored to be with them they're just fabulous yeah it's so exciting it's so cool and um in fact I just listened Abby just interviewed the yeah uh, Pat and Walter yeah. and um for those of you who don't know they they're the the founders and the you know owners of this great company this fabric company yeah. Yep. Yeah, they have a really good story. So go check out her her episode on that. Yeah, and... I love them. They're they're my family now. Like, and I don't say that lightly. Like, they're they're just beautiful, amazing people. And that sound like it. Yeah, I just love their story. And they, I I'm sure they're gonna say they would say that about you and all of the designers that work for them. They that's yep. how they were ta- that's how they were talking about these designers. Yep. I mean that's. Yep. That's really um, special, and and it's good to know. I feel better when I'm purchasing a product from a company that has their heart in the right place and is not out there for greed and, you know, how much they can get. I just don't feel like that with Art Gallery Fabrics. No, not at all. And and the older I get, the more that I want to align, like not even like Mr. Domestic, Matthew Boudreaux, me, myself. I want to align myself with companies that – are like that me too yeah i think you and i are kind of in the same generation i'm a little older than you i think (laughs) but yeah i'm I'm 42 i'm I'm 47 that's amazing 47 (laughs) is amazing for for those of you who have not reached your 40s yet out there it's amazing i love my 40s I love my 40s. I celebrated when I turned 40. I, I went to San Francisco. I told my oh. husband, like, I told my husband, like, that's when we, I did the first, like, going away when I, when you hit, like, the big O, like, the 4-0, and I'm like, get ready, because at 5-0, we're going somewhere else. Like, I yep. need to travel and go somewhere on my birthday. Yep. But I'm, I, I'm getting older. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from all the creeks and stretches and uh, <laughs> Like, I'm not, like the body stuff. Oh my goodness, no! <laughs> stuff is not back. Like if you hurt yourself, it's there for months. Like oh, I know. I know. <laughs> if you just turn your turn turn your back a certain way or whatever, and you're like, whoa, what what just happened there? <laughs> did something. It's like, I just moved. <laughs> and I, I moved and I pulled something. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> anyway, but it's still fun. And you're right, because in your 40s, you really just have so much more knowledge. And yep. you, you like, especially for me, my experience is like, you know, I'm 40 and, you know, I give zero Fs. <laughs> That's how I give zero Fs. It's like, honestly, it's like I'm I'm I'm, I'm realizing that I'm like at the midway point. You know, if I'm lucky to live till 100, that's fine. But it's like, I don't have time for BS. I don't don't have time for negativity. I don't have time for people coming into my life that are trying to, like, hurt me. I just don't have time for any of that. I just want the, the, right? Yeah, you know, save the drama for Netflix. I don't need it in my life. I don't want it. I don't, it's like, now I'm understanding how to create boundaries and, like, tell people what's up and be firm. And most of the time I feel like I'm able to communicate stuff in a way that's still positive. Yes. Me uh, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to, if, if there's someone that's in your life that, that maybe isn't working out for you, you don't have to be mean to them. There's a nice way to say whatever right. you need to say. And then sometimes you can fix whatever that relationship is. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yay. Go forties. Forties <laughs> rock. <laughs> so anyway, I digress from the art gallery conversation, but that was a good, uh, good deflection um so that their their fabrics um now you're designing and i think you said Um, i think you said you're designing your fourth collection now right now my i'm finalizing my fourth collection right now my um i can't believe it well i just got some of your aura collection and then after i watched you on angela wolf i got some of that rayon she had that she made that skirt out of the rayon is insane there. Um, that's part because whenever I became their socialite originally, part of it was I went exclusive with them and I could only use their fabric and promote their fabric. But that was an easy decision because of their apparel substrates, like their quilting cottons. I mean, hands down, it's the best out there. Yes, and then their apparel fabrics are all amazing. Like their knits, their rayons. They used to have some wall that's out there. They have canvas, they have denims, like, yeah. They do. Right? I love, I love all of it. So yay for getting the rayon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's so cool. So, um, well, just uh, talk a little bit. I mean, just I want to talk about the creative side of it because the business, business side is already covered on other podcasts. But just like, you know, you've never designed fabric before, right? I mean, how, how did you kind of get into this and your inspiration and what just your creative process well, in there? It was like I, whenever I partnered with them, I never envisioned myself ever being a designer. It was never even like something that I wanted. I never like that, but that's how I operate in life. I don't really like covet things. I kind of listen to coincidences and things that are happening in my life, and I go in that direction. I'm very like zen like that. <laughs> but um, I think it was that like because I made so many projects whenever I was working with them. Like I, my output was like crazy. I know that it was crazy. Oh yeah, and I. And I saw so much awesome that um, I got to understand what it took to create a design, but I didn't know whether I could do it because I never, I never found like a visual medium that I could do that with outside of photography, which is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with photography, I understood like balance and um, like colors and what made a pretty photo and all of that. 
And um, I just decided after like a year, Pat and I were chatting and I was like, why don't I just try and see? I don't know. One, I don't know whether it's going to bring me joy. Right. And that's just, that's how, that's my measurement. It's not money. It's like, what, where does this fit on my joy meter? If it was something that I hated and was laborious, I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. And I needed to know whether I was good. I had no idea. I had no idea. But um, my very first collection was inspired by Helena. And I have found, and for those who don't know, she's my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's almost six. Yeah. She's amazing. I love her. But um, she is she is why I'm as good a sewist as I am. Because when I started, I was making stuff for her. Right. And it very much became like, this is how I'm going to show my love to her. By paying attention to the detail. It was just, it was a measurement of my love. Mm-hmm. Um, which people always say that about sewing. I didn't understand it until then. And so I knew that if... I applied that and let her be my inspiration for designing that that would potentially take me to another level that I didn't know that I had. And it absolutely did that with love to pieces. Like I can't believe that came out of my brain. I can't believe I figured out how to do it. Really. It's just playing. And like, I took some courses with Bonnie Christine. Um, You can, if you have a question about anything, you can go Google it and look it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I just played around on illustrator and now And it's like each collection that I do, I learn a couple more techniques and I play with them and then I see what I can do. Um, But that's how that design process has been. I'm shocked that um, I'm shocked I'm a designer. Like I'm finishing my fourth collection. I'm like, how is how am I doing this? This is wild. That's great. It is crazy. It's mind blowing. And um, yeah, I mean, I was just uh, I, I don't. The Aura is not even, what is That's your third collection? That came out in October? Aura is my second collection. Oh, your second? And okay. My third right, collection. So I'm, not, I'm not as far behind as I thought it was. <laughs> I, I know my third collection comes out in June. In June? It's awesome. Oh, all right, cool. Um, oh, I see. So that's it's it's already done. Yeah. You're working on the f- next one that after one, that. That one I finished in December. Okay. No, what month are we? No, what I finished that one in, finished that one in October. Okay. October, November. So it's like, so yeah. now I'm finished. I don't know when my next, the one I'm working on now will be, it'll probably be towards the end of this year. I think. I don't know. I just, I'm along <laughs> for the ride. <laughs> you just create. And, I'm like, and then okay, they, have another they take it. <laughs> Sorry, it's my dog in the background, everybody. The, um, the, the doorbell rang, I think. Um... We all, most of us have pets. Most of us have pets. Yes, yes. So he's, yeah, he's going to bark a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> um, it might be my fabric from my Ellison Glass uh, quilt along. <laughs> I'm doing that one. I haven't done one in a long, long time. That quilt pattern is awesome. It's so pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I finally, I caved in. But Good job. Anyway, um, yeah, so... That that explains like when you explained like you know your daughter inspiring you because I think that's why it brings you joy because you're designing with inspiration that brings you love and fulfillment and it's not it doesn't seem like a chore so and I think like what you said all of your background experiences play into this I think that makes to me too it just um. It makes a better version of you as a fabric designer having the photography, 
the even the modeling and stuff like that. I mean, because you were exposed to like, you know, mm-hmm. really good fashion design and just the yep. techniques there and just taking like negative space, you know, concepts mm-hmm. and all of that. So I think that's really cool. That's awesome. Thanks. And I just um like I I for some I, I shouldn't have gotten this because of the messages that I received as a kid that were like, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I just don't believe, I believe that I can do anything. I think all of us can do anything, but it takes work and grit and, and educating yourself. So it's like, if anyone wanted to be a designer, go educate yourself and then work on it. Like, yeah. that's it. I just, I work fast. And I think because I've been creative so often and I've like jumped around from different creative um, outlets that I know what it would take to excel in something and I just jump right into it instead of like wondering what I need to do, if that makes sense, right? It, it does because I'm the wondering what I need to do and I'm the uh, let's take four years to research before uh, launching a podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, just jump right in. Just I'm doing it in. now. The first thing I did when I just jumped in was actually starting a YouTube channel last year. I, I, I launched my podcast last July. And then I realized what was I afraid of? And so now that has really the experience of doing it has taken away a lot of the fear. And just even the more I see you and, you know, I learn from you and just you say that a lot. You're just like, just do it, like jump in there and who cares? And as long as you're being yourself and, you know, and if it brings you joy. Yourself, jump in head first. Don't be scared. Honestly, this is a question like, how do you get so much done? how I get so much done, like, and I don't, I don't compare myself to others. So I don't know what other people do, but I don't resist. Like resistance mm-hmm. is what takes so much time. Like, let's say you have to, you're, um, you have to empty the dishwasher. You don't want to do it. The 15, 20 minutes you sit there, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You could have been done like three times. Right. So nice. it's like, it's like that with anything. <laughs> like if you can just eliminate the resistance, stop the self doubt, Stop like telling yourself you can't do it or you won't be good. Stop all that nonsense. Jump in, have fun. It's about you and your experience. It's about no one else. And then more often than not, it's going to be awesome. Yes. Thank you. You're my mirror, mirror on the wall. I need that. <laughs> like, you know, people stand in front of the mirror every morning and they're like, I am beautiful. I am. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's the truth. I mean, this is your journey, right? It's no one else's journey. Like, this is my journey. Mm -hmm. And I'm living it for myself. And now for my kid, my husband. I'm not living it for, like, my followers. I'm glad that they're a part of it, but I'm living it for myself, right? Um, And that's why I'm not disappointed and I'm filled with joy is because it's not about whether other people like it. It's about whether or not I enjoyed it and I liked it. And that's the most important thing. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Which is that's weird because of the world we live in. We're in that like instant like gratification affirmation based yeah. Yeah. world. Yeah. So it's it's hard, but it's like I just don't fit, don't focus on those metrics. I just do me. Yep. That's so you do you. You do you. I'm you are amazing. Me. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> awesome. So, so all right, you, you've got your fabric collections coming out, and they're going really I well. I love it. And um, what about? Um, you, you've kind of gone through English paper piecing, 
Um, I think this year you said you're kind of getting back to the basics with just piecing. I saw you piecing a quilt on one of your channels. Yep. So what what's what are you going through this year that you're kind of like you know you want to kind of besides the piecing what's what's what are you getting into and looking forward to and creative wise sewing quilting whatever. Yeah. So um, each year is something. Like last year was like EPP. The year before was weaving. This year I really. I'm, I'm intentionally focusing on quilts. I want to I want to learn about um, basic blocks. I want to learn about basic blocks. I want to learn about the history of quilting. I want to learn about who created them. I want to I just want to immerse myself in the the legacy of quilting because the legacy is powerful. And I feel like anyone who wasn't brought up in it doesn't know the legacy. Right. Um, and I, it's it's just super important. It's part of American history, if not world history. And um, I need to know it for myself because if my kid wants to get into it, I want to share that part of it with her too. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just like a um, it's an empty it's an empty thing to do. I don't I want it to be filled and rich and to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, that's great. It's weird. I don't know why I chose that, but it's just that's where my journey took me. And um, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And I, I always have kind of an interest in that, too, because um, the, I've gotten a couple of books from um, half price books. <laughs> but uh, and they've been like they're not in print anymore, but they're like big encyclopedias of quilts and quilt blocks and where these came from. And it's fascinating. <laughs> amazing. I know. Oh, good. I'm glad you're doing that this year. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. See. You need to do some do some YouTubes on like I'm sharing sure. that with us. Why not? I know. Yeah, I would watch. I want to learn. All right. I'll do it. Right? Quit. Yes, right <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Yay. So, yeah. See, look at you. You're so good at that. That's your, your mind just thinks like that. Hear yeah. me. I've had these books in my book library for five years. <laughs> but, I mean, clearly you want to, you want to learn. And yeah. also I've learned, like, um, what I love about YouTube is that, and I knew this because I used to be a teacher and I understand communication. It's like the way that you learn something the best and the higher, the highest likelihood of you remembering it is if you're able to teach it to someone else. And so it's like through YouTube, part of it is me for myself becoming like an expert at it so that I'm able to teach others. And I, if I wasn't, if I didn't have the intent to teach others, I wouldn't get to that level and whatever craft I'm doing. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful selfishly for teaching, even though I also like to help people out. That- yeah. yeah. That's actually a good um, uh, observation <laughs> about, <your teaching, laughs> about what it does for you. So cool. I'm just, my mind is still blown by that. Um, Apple. Oh, do you, I don't know if I've seen you do applique. Have you done? Applique? Like, I mean, oh, I yeah. applique. You just did. I've, you just made a wallet. <laughs> I did. Like I do like with my machine. I don't yeah. think I'll ever get into like needle turn applique. I've done it for some English paper piecing because you need that stitch. Um, but I like using my machine for that because it's done so fast. I like machine applique too. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll ever do needle turn as well. The The hand sewing that I love is um, hand embroidery. I love doing ooh, that. Ooh. Because it's sort of like freeform. And again, it's not like I I could never do cross stitch. I tried it as a kid and just, you know, in those little boxes. And it's just very detailed. But 
the app, the hand, the embroidery, you could do whatever you want and things can look really nice. Yeah. And EPP too. I mean, yep. it's, a, it's a portable project and you make some really cool that. shapes, put the shapes together. Yep, I love awesome. it. Cool. So, um, and are there any uh, crafts or sewing that you've not tried, but you want to? Maybe not this year, but maybe down the road. Like for me, I, mean, I want to do some watercolor painting. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, that's I, – I need to I, – I would love to be able to do art outside of a computer that I can – I mean, I'm getting a little bit better at it, but um, that would be neat. But for me, honestly, I want to get back into clothes oh. and sewing clothes. Um, I haven't really been doing that a lot, and I miss it. Uh-huh. Um. And now that my body is changing less, because it's like I would just go up, down, up, down with weight all the time. And who knows? Maybe I'll go back up. Or I mean, I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's like it would um, it would just be so sad. I'd make something and I could wear it a little bit, and then my body would change and I couldn't wear it again. Oh. But I want to. Um, I just want to. I loved it, and I loved making stuff for Helena and like yeah. all. I would love to explore. I'd love to know how to make a um, a blazer, and that's what it's like. Mimi G and Norris, what they're doing, yeah. like. I want to do what they're doing. Uh, um, not to like be like them, but I just love like Nor. Do you know Norris? Like his style. His style is amazing. Her like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it's it's amazing. It's beyond amazing. Um, if I could be cool like that and fly like that, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So but really, if, I don't know. I I never. Um, other than wanting to do quilting, it's like I never really know where I'm going I just so it's like I really couldn't tell you where I'd be in a year I don't I have no idea I didn't expect no I didn't expect it this that I would like have a YouTube channel and be designing fabric and like on a podcast like I didn't envision any of that so um yeah I'm just I'm on this roller coaster of life yeah, and you just kind of seize on things that come up for you. It's, that's where the, we're different. We're alike in a lot of ways, but now I'm seeing like, because I'm just like this dreamer, and I'm like, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and then, you know, rein in the focus there, Stephanie. <laughs> uh, that's where it's like, that that can be overwhelming, and that can be debilitating, right? Yeah, right. Where it's like, like, even me, you're asking, you asked me the question, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm like freaking out inside my body, but it's like, really, just... What are you going to do today? What are you doing today? Like, I think you need to finish that fabric weaving because you just showed it to me. And that's right. I'm going to hold you accountable for that. You but should. it's like, I, yes, thank you. I don't feel what's around my world. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to do that. Yep. That's good. I like it. That's so great. So, okay. We're almost done here. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to let you go. <laughs> oh, I'm always here. <laughs> so you've been doing this aura blog party with 30 guest bloggers is that still going on or is that done in the middle of it yeah in the middle right it's, okay uh-huh i'm so i love doing online parties and stuff like yeah it's i just um i love these people that are making stuff i'm so honored they're a part of my my party but even like today like monica it's it's so Monica. She made a dress phenomenal. And she was all like, I'm honored to be a part of your party. I was like, no, I'm honored because like she made something. And to be honest, when she asked for that fabric, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I don't see it. I don't know what, she, but the dress, oh my goodness. She saw something in the fabric that I didn't see. Ooh. So it like selfishly like helps me out and see other ways people can use my fabric. Right. Yeah. Cause I, 
never would have envisioned that print in a dress. And it's honestly, Monica? yeah, her dress, yeah. high end boutique, like next level. The oh. print is perfect for her. Um, but yeah, it's like, I love it. Like these little parties are my favorite. Cool. I love, I love seeing what other people make with my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is just the stuff now is just next level. That's awesome. That is so cool. So, and what else do you have going on? You've got Ohana quilts along my sew along right now. Is that a, the mystery quilt? Ohana, it's oh. with thing and paper pieces. Paper pieces. That's right. Because I'm going to uh-huh. put links to this in my show notes. Oh, okay. okay. So um, where they can find all the stuff that they can still take part of. Cool. And that's, oh, and then um, I'm doing, oh, it's so cool. It's with Simple Simon and Company. They, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a mod B. That's what the name of it is. But oh, it's a yeah. conference. I don't know who, the, I, I assume they were the brainchild of it. But I was invited to be one of the instructors. And it's all online. It's a, like a, a three-day weekend of instruction where there's a private Facebook group that people are going to come on. I'm going to teach for an hour. I'm doing my tumbling blocks weave for an hour, um, which is going to be different than like looking at my YouTube because those are short. This one is going to be in-depth. I can engage and chit-chat. So it's like an online school for like quilters and sewists. It's insane. I'm so stoked to be a part of that. And that is March 14th through the 16th. March... 14 through 16. What is it called again? The B? B. M-O-D-B-E-E. Mod B. And and, and let me give you the date of this one. And and when is this going to go live? Is it going to go live? Oh, probably, uh, I don't know, I want to say end of March. That's when it's going to go live? Yeah. That's going to be over. So the, um. What's going to be over? The Mod B. Oh, the Mod B. I got to move it up then. And then, because uh, I'm also the I'm gonna feature. Put it, I'll put it on in two weeks. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, but then there's um, if people are local to me or want to travel, then there's I'm the featured quilter at um, what is it called? Clark County Quilters. I keep forgetting it. Um, I need to go. Oh, it's called Quilt Fest Northwest Clark County Quilters Regional Quilt and Fiber Arts Show. It's March 28th through the 30th. Uh-huh. It's in Vancouver, and I'm the featured quilter. There are going to be 10 of my quilts hanging up, and um, I'm teaching a couple classes there, and I'm going to do, like, a walk walk along tour thing. Oh like, that, that I'm, like... I would I'm, I'm die so- to go to that. Oh. But that would be super fun. And so I'm teaching, I'm also teaching tumbling blocks there. And then I'm teaching my Flower Mania table runner there. Cool. But those are going to be super fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Oh my gosh. I'm excited about everything in life, in case you don't know that yet. <laughs> like, life is amazing. I, I know. love life. And that energy, like, infects me. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, Thank because, you. because, you know, like, in in real life, there's not that many people around, well, or not, oh, I have to say me, around me that get that excited about this kind of stuff. Fabrics and quilting and, uh-huh. you know, yeah. you're like, yes, we're getting excited about the same things. So. It's awesome. Fabric <laughs> it is, is awesome. It's awesome. People need to jump on board. It it's I know. the party. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. All right, cool. So you've got a lot going on. 
That's yeah. that's great because you know this is all in addition to your regular. You've got a regular job. Like you work. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. A week. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy, and it's like. But it's like, I love what I'm building. Like, it's so it's so cool that Helena gets to see me building this. Like, everything goes back to her. Like, she's seeing me build this business now from the ground up. And it's like, and it's like, it's in line with my ethics and values. And it's all about positivity. Mm-hmm. It makes people happy. Like, it's about fabric. Like, basically, I created this ideal online world that would be a place that I would want to jump into that I've created. And it's just growing and growing and growing. And I love it. It is. It's so great. And um, so Helena, your daughter, does she like to, does she want to learn to sew? And is she into it? She just, she just made her first project. She made a, a triangle pillow. Oh. That she, she, um, she got, um, she got sent, she got sent a, a sewing machine from brother too. And um, she wanted to sew and finally made some room for her. And at first, like when she was younger, I just wanted her to keep her eye on the needle. Right. Because she, she wanted to sew. And then she would get frustrated by that because she couldn't because she was too young. And then I wanted her to sew in a straight line. And then it was just a couple days ago she was sewing. And um, I told her that she was going to have to practice a lot. And it's going to be a while before she made something. And she got frustrated. Uh-huh. Then I was like, you know what? Let's see if you can do this. So I just got two triangles that were in my scrap thing put them together and I just had her follow along the edge and she did it. And I was like, Oh my lady. <laughs> and it's so simple, yeah. but it made the biggest, like she was so proud of herself. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh, so yeah, she wants to get into it, but she's also into my YouTube channel and my live streams. And she just peeks in. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the funniest thing when you're doing that one video of the showing the, the Martelli table, the cutting table. And you're like, <laughs> She's like running in there, you're like, whoop! <laughs> you're like, out of my screen! <laughs> like, oh, as soon as people see her, they're going to be like, who is this Mr. Domestic? I want that girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's so cool that she's into it and she's excited to spend that time with you. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty blessed to have her, the most amazing creature ever created in the history of the universe, as my daughter. And isn't like, she? It's- isn't she blessed to have you as her oh, one of her, one of her fathers, and that makes her these amazingly beautiful, unique, one of a kind clothing, accessories, pillows, quilts. I mean, that's pretty lucky. And I'm trying, but thank you, thank you. It's great, yeah. I I don't have kids, but I have. Um, I'm the oldest of six, so I don't know. Wonder why, but. <laughs> But I have nieces and nephews, and I'm, I've been teaching my 10-year-old niece to sew since she was five. And uh, so she comes and she stays and does a long weekend. I love it. Aww. She's into it. She's into it because I never want to force, you know. She's no. the only one right now that's kind of into it. So we'll yeah. see. But, yeah. We can't force our – we can't impose our likes right. and desires children they have to find their own journey but she loves it and uh you know one of the next uh when helena gets like maybe a couple years older you should do because this is one that ava just did and she was 10 um sarah lawson's and it's a free pattern on youtube the and it's made out of cork fabric and there's a it's a simple little zipper pouch but kids can do it because all you do is sew around the zipper on top of the cork and sew the three sides and boom it's a zipper pouch my niece, ah. 
My niece went okay. crazy okay. over it. She was like, okay. oh, I made it. I did a zipper. She's like, okay. let's do another. She's like, another one. I want to make another one. And another <laughs> Sarah is phenomenal. I love Sarah. She's so talented and so humble. Like I just really appreciate her. Her same thing. I, I I had her on and I told her, you know, I talk about you, you guys all the time, your company, your family business. And it's not that I get anything or want anything, but it's just your heart. You know, they, they are so generous and they they give away so much, like all her free patterns and the videos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It just feels good to do that. It does. Yeah. And it makes me want to keep supporting her business and buying from her. And, you know, I mean, just. Yeah, she and I, we, we have similar um, philosophies, I think. Like, I I am very much of the belief that there's enough space for all of us to be super successful. Yes. Everyone can have as much success as they want and that I feel like we can all get better by building each other up and lifting each other up. There's no reason to be competitive or any of that kind of stuff. That that's what that's what I try to do all the time. I want to give exposure to people, build people up, and not for anything other than I just feel like that's how we should exist on this planet. And so I want to do my part, right? Yes, I agree. And me too. So that's wonderful. We're going to end it on that note because I love it. Uh-oh. Ending it. We're ending it on positivity and joy through fabric play. (laughs) That's the best way to begin and and live. Yes, I love it. Matthew, thank you so much. I mean, this fills my heart with so much joy. And it might be a little selfish of me, too. But I know that people listening will enjoy it as well. And they will get as much fulfillment. And I felt the same way about this conversation. So thanks for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Oh, Anytime. I've got to have you back. So thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. All right. You take care and kisses, hugs, everything. Bye. Bye. Yes. So that's my conversation with Matthew Boudreau, Mr. Domestic. I mean, he is so energizing. His energy and his joy is definitely contagious and just makes me want to get out there and conquer my world. You know, it's just so incredibly inspiring and motivating. So I'm just so thrilled and lucky to have had Matthew on my podcast. And I I hope you all enjoy it. Let me know. Let me know what you think. And uh, check out my show notes for all the details. Um, he has got a lot going on. And um, there's there's so much to see and do the check out the blog, um, the um, aura blog party. And uh, I've got links to that. Um, I have links to the online weekend quilt classes that are being done on the private Facebook. Um, they're they're going to be live, these classes. This is, reminds me of classes that were done a few years back. It was called the Sewing Party. And I actually did that. I signed up for it. And uh, with the sewing party, they had a lot of different instructors with from anything um, from quilting to, um, I don't know, it was just foundation paper piecing, um, a lot of different types of sewing. 
And uh, you kind of could hop from one class to the other. Um, and they just did it the one time. So I imagine that it was a lot of work, a ton of work. But even I think that was maybe three years ago. Technology has advanced even so much since then. So now everyone is doing these live videos on YouTube and on um, Facebook Live. So uh, check it out. It's um, it's coming up soon. It's coming up the next couple of weeks. So that's why I wanted to get this episode out there. So you can check it out and, and plan on joining that. And if you are in the uh, Pacific Northwest, you can take a, an in-person class with Matthew Boudreaux. He is teaching English paper piecing and um, I think it's a table runner that they're making. Um, so I'm going to have a link to that show. It's that, um, oh, what is it called? Clark County Quilt Fest Northwest. Uh, so I've got that information going on the show notes and uh, check it out. Oh, my gosh. I would love to go see that, that show. But, um, yeah, sadly, I, I live many, many miles away. Um, all right. So stay tuned. I've got our little blooper coming up next. And until next time, get your sewing machines out and make something today. Bye. Okay. Can you hear me now? Ah! I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. It was my setting. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, oh, it's okay. No, it's okay. What it's technology is lame. Oh, it is like, okay. So I have my little laptop in front of my big iMac that is still not working. It's like, it, it froze up, and I restarted, and it's still doing all these updates. I was like, stop the updates. They, once, you, once they get started, it's, how do you stop it? I don't know how to you stop can't. it. I, I don't think you can. Apple is like the mafia, I'm telling you. They are. <laughs> they, they run the world. It's okay. Between Apple and Amazon, like, whatever. Take my, yeah. you take exactly. my money. I know, and I'm in it. Push, hook, line, sinker. That's how <laughs> Thank God I have a laptop because then I'm like, you know, this is a lesson for me because I need to have a backup plan. So I guess this is going to be my backup is to uh, there you go. do that together. Do the laptop, yeah. Laptop yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening to the Make and Decorate podcast. You can find me at stephaniesochadesign.com. Check out the podcast blog with the show notes. Uh, my uh donation button is there for a one-time donation to support the podcast or you can also support the podcast with my amazon affiliate and that button is just below the donation button talk to you next time bye